0: From Jerusalem, and welcome back to yet another edition of Middle East Review. With me, as usual, Colonel Reserve and Doctor Iran Lerman. I am Danny Ayalon, and Iran. This has been a very, very, I would say, earth-shattering, traumatic period. And And when I say earth-shattering, I mean literally, uh, with uh, no pun intended, because we've had this horrible. I think uh, 7.4 or so in the Richter scale of uh, earthquake in Turkey. The center was in Turkey and, uh, yeah, Turkey, uh, Syria. We have felt actually the uh, vibrations, right, all over uh, the region, but with probably more than 50,000 dead and who knows how many uh, injured. And of course, hundreds of thousands dislocated. Uh, this is going to be very, very, um, I would say, uh, taxing for Turkey, for the society, for Turkey politics, uh, certainly when it's only two months, two and a half months before elections, uh, and Erdogan, of course, is, uh, is running. Um, I, I would like to start maybe with the Israeli angle. And here I think we can all be very proud of the fact that we were the second Largest, largest delegation, and we arrived there only second to the Azaris. And you have to remember, Azerbaijan has a long border with Turkey. We were the second one. Uh, according to my latest report, uh, the rescue operation and and, and search of Israel um, saved more than 19... Some 19 lives, lives. yes. The, uh, of course, their, uh, the field hospital, very, very effective... And it was really heartwarming, because uh, given the latest, when I say latest, you know, the last two decades of uh, upheaval in the relationship between Israel and Turkey, this is a moment of binding us together. And we see actually getting closer to to the Turkish people, and hopefully also to the Turkish government. So uh, your perspective, Iran. And
1: I will say very, very
0: delicately that
1: also to some extent, we've been, been able to help, be helpful also to some of the Syrian victims. But uh, when it comes to Turkey, it is not the first time. There was a, a major earthquake in Izmit more than 20 years ago, which is also well-remembered in Turkey in terms of the Israeli uh, capacity. The Israeli uh, rear area command... Has built a, uh, for unfortunate reasons uh, a uh, capacity to rescue people from uh, destroyed buildings and uh, and this has already come uh, to be uh, ap- applied in places from Haiti
0: to Mexico uh, and now again in Turkey. By the way Iran you mentioned Haiti uh, at the time I was deputy foreign minister you know it was about more than a decade ago and Kofi Annan which was the Secretary General of the UN came specially to meet and greet the delegation that came to Haiti. And he was just, you know, effusive. Effusive. I mean, it was just the most effective one. In Haiti, halfway across the world, and Israel was there among the first. Well, we Israel is
1: known as a country where much depends on improvisation uh, that may be a negative in many cases, but in the capacity to respond to this kind of totally unexpected emergencies. This ability to improvise and be there when necessary is, is, uh, is an important asset in, you know, in itself. Of course, it ties in with a broader uh, dynamic in Israeli-Turkish relations. The ambassador has just arrived a few months ago, uh, exchange of ambassadors. Our lady ambassador was uh, uh, given her in uh, in Ankara. We, things have changed uh, quite uh, significantly not at the expense of our relationship with our Eastern Mediterranean uh, allies in Greece and Cyprus, but in a way which indicates that there's a recognition in Ankara, that a good relationship, a working relationship with Israel, is um, is in the uh, national interest of Turkey, and possibly in the political interest of, uh, of uh, Erdogan as he goes into a very problematic election, problematic because Uh, Some of his earlier decisions uh, in terms of being lenient with uh, people who broke the building codes and so on uh, May have contributed to the extent of the destruction and loss and uh, this would potentially come to haunt him but predicting uh, elections in Turkey is (laughs) a a dangerous art. I don't think we should uh, go too far into that. But clearly, uh, this is at least uh, added to an already emerging uh, new structure of relationship. Uh,
0: Well, to be sure, Iran, this uh, charm offensive of Erdogan and the Turks started way before this earthquake. Right. And uh, as you mentioned, the interests here speak uh, very, very uh, loudly. They loom large over the relationship and Turkey, it seems like, needs Israel uh, as much or even more so than Israel needs Turkey uh, these days. And especially when they really would like the, uh, the uh, pipe, the natural gas pipeline from our waters in the Mediterranean uh, Sea to go to North Europe through Turkey and not through Greece. I doubt if that would happen. But there's an even uh, broader and and
1: ironic element. It is not that long ago that countries from Turkey to Brazil to India, um, whenever they try to consider their relationship with Israel would say, yes, but what would the Arabs say? What would the Saudis and the Emiratis and people who have large uh, sovereign funds to invest in our economies, and what would they say? Nowadays, uh, the reversal is almost totally complete. Uh, uh, Turkey is being nice to Israel and even to Egypt after years of being very nasty towards the Sisi uh, regime in Egypt. Because they understand that this is what Saudi Arabia and the Emirates expect them to do. that To be nice, to, to, to gain favor today in, uh, in the UAE and the and, uh, KSA, uh, you need to be actually on good, term, good working terms with, uh, with Israel and, uh, and with the Abraham Accords and with all that uh, has been happening. So we live in a very different world. But it is still a dangerous world for a good number of
0: reasons. Yeah. Yet to be seen, but it certainly is a, um, a good opening. I doubt that we can ever... You just
1: signed, uh, uh, I think this, just now we're seeing the, the signing of an Israeli uh, Emirati FTA agreement. Uh, amidst all the turmoil all around us, this is an indication, and also the, the improvement in Israeli-Moroccan relations and so on, military cooperation. All of this is indi- indicating that no, the foundations it's yes. of the Abraham Accords yeah. are, are solid. We see movement in Sudan, we saw Chad coming in. I
0: no, no, this is amazing. A- we see how all these uh, Abraham Accord uh, countries actually stay the course despite, you know, uh, frictions, which is, uh, we will get to it, uh, which is increasing between us and the the Palestinians in in Judea and Samaria. Not so much in Gaza. We will talk about the uh, strategy of uh, Hamas uh, uh, these days. But uh, I'm not sure we will ever go back to the same close strategic relationship we had uh, with, Turkey. with Turkey, the pre-Erdogan era. Because, because
1: we value our relationship with Greece and Cyprus exactly. too much. Exactly. At, at, exactly. The, and
0: also is. we were stung by uh, Erdogan and uh, Islamism over there. But uh, in any case, I think it's a good news, maybe probably the best news out of many, many bad news in the region is the uh, warming up of relationship, uh, relations between uh, Turkey and uh, and Israel. And if we go a little bit to the north and east, Iran, before well, we get to the uh, and By, by the way,
1: another co- element of commonality between us and the Turks now is support for Azerbaijan. And the Azeris have a, a, heat, a conflict with the Iranians, which is heating up. And their response was to actually finally opened an an embassy in in Israel after many years. Mm -hmm. Uh, A very, I think, uh, kind of in-your-face message to the elements in Tehran which are trying to foment uh, trouble.
0: Yeah, we have to to remember that, you know, because Iran has a lot of problems with most of its neighbors. Turkey, of course, also. We remember only a few uh, months ago, how um, Iranian terror squads of the Revolutionary uh, Guards were sent into Turkey to to hunt down Israelis and tourists, and uh, which and would have so had a
1: catastrophic effect
0: on uh, on one of Turkey's main uh, sources of income. Of course, of course, but tourism as, generally, that is really. Yeah. But Azerbaijan is, you know, it's an historic rival of, uh, of Iran. We have to remember they share a long border, and that's where the disputes are. there is start. a
1: significant Azeri minority in Iran, some of it restive um, yeah. nowadays, yeah. Yeah. Uh, against the background of uh, Iranian internal turmoil generally. Mm-hmm. Yes, these are issues that have long been dormant and now are coming into focus.
0: So if we add all the... Um, external problems for the ayatollahs in iran and we add to that their internal prob- uh, problems the economy is melting down the uh, unrest the in the hijab yes and collapse yes and yet you know the sanctions of course and yet they still still keep unabashed unwavering Towards their nuclear ambitions, the illegal nuclear ambitions, which is the most dangerous one, and we have been told by the IAEA uh, latest uh, that review detected that they have detected eighty-four uh, uh, percent enrichment, and is so a
1: very short distance from actually the uh, what they call military
0: grade. Yes, and and. Even, Where, do even
1: European countries, which have been very cautious in their statements in the past, for example, uh, Annalena Baerbock, uh, in her meeting with Israeli Foreign Minister uh, in Berlin, said that no, there is no civilian justification for the, the current levels of enrichment. So the Germans are openly saying that the Iranian project is a military project. All of this is creating a very dramatic situation which may come in, you know, bring uh, all of us into a major first, uh, uh, first rate crisis. Yeah.
0: And at this point, in we. Uh, in the very near future. We do not know whether Rafael Garossi, the uh, chairman of the IAA, the director of the IAA, uh, will be in Tehran uh, or not. And if he is there, what uh, would be the the outcome? We still remember that they are the three um, open um, files uh, where they have also disguised and cheated. uh, um,
1: The whole whole PMD issue, possible military dimensions, which has never been properly closed. This was one of the demands of the Iranians in the JCPO negotiations, which have led to the failure of these negotiations, even before uh, domestic repression and help to Russia in Ukraine, uh, made it even more difficult to return to to the negotiations. it stage. seems
0: to be that throughout the lifetime of the uh, Iranian illegal nuclear uh, project, today we are at the juncture which is the most dangerous for two reasons. One. First, obviously, they are advancing, notwithstanding everything that goes inside and outside. And secondly, the world attention, unfortunately, is uh, brought to bear elsewhere. The United States, Ukraine, and the provocations from China, the Europeans, the same way, Israel, some. Uh, internal uh, unrest, which we may uh, touch upon uh, later. And, and a flare-up of tensions with the Palestinians exactly. in the West Bank. Exactly. Uh, and the Iranians continue. What do you think? There is no leadership. I would turn into Washington with the hope they are, they have the wherewithal. They are, uh, I, I guess, the only ones that can do two things. First of all, bring about the snap-up uh, sanctions. I think this is high time snap to do back. that. Snap-back pension. Right, exactly. Yep. And secondly, is to put on the table a credible, a credible military option. I seem, seems to me that this is the only, only option we have to stop a military, a real military action against Iran. Is to stop the Iranians the- are deterred.
1: Uh, this was uh, uh, the spin uh, around the uh, joint Israeli massive joint Israeli American exercise at the end of January. Uh, Juniper 23. And uh, you, you continue to hear American assertions that Iran will not be allowed to, to have the ball. Uh, but whether the Biden administration at its present uh, junction is actually able and willing to, to, uh, to posit uh, an effective uh, threat, a credible military threat, is an open question. And this is why uh, the Israeli government uh, when it is not distracted by domestic turmoil and by uh, a, an escalating Palestinian situation, has been signaling that Israel retains its freedom of action, uh, if uh, to act by its own, based on its own assessment of the situation, if necessary.
0: But Iran, in your view, you know, with your distinguished uh, military career and strategic understanding, uh, you were also deputy. Uh, um, National Security National Advisor, Security Advisor. Um, can Israel go alone? In the sense that, does it need an approval from the U.S. not only not only for the formations going together, but in terms of the aftermath? I mean, we we, we need to 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 take care of our back in terms of uh, resupply of uh, munitions, and uh, of course the the the. Uh, I would say the political support and umbrella. Can we rely on the United States with that?
1: It's an interesting question because uh, you look back at the history of uh, the operation in Syria 2007, and that was a very controversial issue inside the American administration. Israel certainly kept the Americans aware, made the Americans aware that it considers the option of military action. It tried to get the Americans to, to think of taking action, which the Bush administration at that point was no longer willing to do. That was after the.
0: Against uh, the, well, in Iraq the Iraq background, course. the Iraqi
1: situation and the election results of 2006, which indicated a public dis, uh,
0: displeasure. And he was, in a way, a lame duck. Uh, he was, was sort Bush. of a
1: lame duck by then.
0: Uh,
1: but. Um, Against the opinion of some players in the administration, the president at the end uh, gave Israel, let Israel understand that he will uh, understand, he will uh, be supportive if Israel ultimately takes action uh, on its own.
0: There is this famous phone call between Ehud Olmert, which was then the prime minister of Israel, and George W. Bush, where Bush told me, told Olmert, I'm not going to do it. But you do what you need to do. And this is where we want to be. There's there's no
1: way an Israeli government can take action on that level, on that comprehensive level, without the Americans being on notice, either directly or or indirectly. So yes, we need a close understanding and cooperation with the United States at this point, more than we ever did in recent
0: years. Yeah, the Americans also have a case, because they say any action, that you might take in Iran may jeopardize directly or affect directly our forces in the Middle East, which
1: can uh, 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 receive
0: attacks. They have already received attacks from from the Iranians.
1: So there's no longer a huge target set in in Iraq, uh, but you have uh, forces in Syria uh, quite close to areas of activity of Iranian-backed elements. And you have the Gulf. Uh, it is a very delicate decision to be made. I don't think uh, any Israeli government would uh, surprise the Americas. But at the same time, the retention of Israel's right to act on, on its own, by its own lights, it's clearly a suboptimal choice compared to major interne- joint international action, or American action. Uh, but it needs to remain a viable option.
0: Yes, and I think what we have now also is an added uh, value and advantage that we didn't have in the case of uh, Syria or back in 81 uh, in Iraq, yeah. the Tammuz uh, reactor, is that today the geopolitical situation is much better, better and also on mm-hmm. a military to military we have cooperation with Arab Military armies in the Gulf, which could be very. The launching
1: of a joint uh, naval uh, capacity and rumors about uh, major joint uh, intelligence facilities in the Indian Ocean. So we we are living in a very different world. But this is also the reason why I believe the Prime Minister of Israel and the National Security Advisor authorized his National Security Advisor and his team to come to some initial understandings with regional players and the United States, and even with the Palestinians, despite the acute displeasure of elements within his own coalition in the Aqaba summit on the 26th of February, uh, uh, because there was a sense that that we need to keep our hand in the American hand uh, on the Palestinian question, at least on uh, return Mm -hmm. as much as possible to conflict management, with the Palestinians, um, so as to lay the foundations for a closer, co- closer cooperation on what is the most important issue of our time,
0: which is Iran.
1: Which is the Iranian nuclear Absolutely. issue. Absolutely.
0: And it seems to be that um, this is high time. And just uh, as we speak, we have a high level delegation of uh, national security, people right. of the, Israel. The, and annual, the regular
1: D.C. annual, going, going up. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the, uh, the annual, the annual uh,
0: uh, high-level strategic Dialogue consultation at, to and, and, yeah. at the level of national security, yes. and there is no doubt that Iran will loom large. But uh, you mentioned the uh, the Aqaba, uh, meeting. Some people call it summit. It wasn't a summit. It was, right. it was of, a uh, <laughs> work. High high working high level. level. Yes, high
1: working level.
0: Yes, Israel was represented by the national security advisor and the uh, head of uh, Shin Bet and as well as the head of uh, policy uh, in, in
1: the, the ministry of, of defense. defense and the uh, coordinator of policy in the territories yes uh, General yes,
0: Raleigh, yes absolutely Druze. Uh, absolutely so speak that to means the Palestinians? that they yes that means it wasn't just it wasn't ceremonial they meant business
1: this was business and and i would say uh, if there's one positive story coming out of it the Palestinians came with a list of 13 points, uh, totally removed from current realities, uh, going into Jerusalem issues and so on. And this was put aside at the uh, opening moments in, in, in favor of a serious discussion of practical matters. Yeah,
0: well, we see here, um, I would say, almost as a one cohesive front between the United States, Jordan, and Egypt, uh, which actually were the ones that initiated this uh, meeting in Aqaba, which is very, very important. But this was a great segue, actually, to to the Palestinian issue and to what's happening in Judea and Samaria. And uh, there is clearly uh, what we are seeing uh, is a
1: clash between an Israeli divided polity and a Palestinian divided polity, within the Israeli government even and certainly some radical elements uh, to the right of of even this right-wing government. Um, There is a fault line running between the defense establishment and its historical perspective on the need to somehow manage the conflict. And elements who actively seek the uh, collapse of the Palestinian authority, a, compl- a, a victory, quote unquote, a totally different uh, uh, outlook uh, in, in the uh, balance of re- power and relations. Some call
0: for a defensive shield number two. That is yeah, uh, basically full-scale, out- yeah, operation. operation. the assumption
1: that this would fi- uh, fatally undermine the authority of Israel, could supplement, uh, supplant it. Uh, with uh, some direct direct rule, and, uh, and we saw that after and, and on the Palestinian side you have terrorist elements even within Fatah and all kinds of local groups like Harina uh, Lusud, uh, the uh, lion's den in Nablus and others who were vocally uh, opposed to participation in the Aqaba uh, meeting and the terror attacks that we saw on the day of the meeting and the day after were indicative of, uh, of an attempt to deliberately, knowingly undermine it. Uh, Hamas has, uh, uh, came out uh, in was fierce attacks on this cooperation with the enemy. And uh, the results were very tragic. three, uh, Two brothers murdered. Another young man, Israeli, with an Amer- uh, American background, murdered on the road and uh, very effective counteraction by the security establishment. Uh, the, his murderers were caught within essentially within 24 hours. But the radical elements within Israeli, uh, within the settler community, or some say within the radical uh, political spectrum, maybe outsiders, came and and carried out a, a massive attack in the village of Hoa, which many Israelis feel uh, desperately uh, worried that such a thing could be done uh, in
0: our name and under our control. Yeah, it is certainly not Jewish, it is certainly not Israeli, it's not according to our values and our ethos, and it's also was counterproductive for catching and, the perpetrators yep. by... Uh, Diverted attention. Yes, uh, exactly. To, to, to so the same forces that were going to actually catch the terrorists, had to go and protect the Palestinians who were attacked by the, the settlers. Uh, we,
1: uh, th- this has brought into focus a fault line that's running through our society, a fault line that's running through Palestinian society. I sh- I would read the, the decision, with all the difficulties, uh, with all the doubts about Palestinian capability, with the legitimate worry that uh, Egypt, Jordan, the United States administration, and the Palestinians will gang up on us down the road on, on uh, issues pertaining to the permanent status agreement. But at this point, the decision at the highest level of government to go ahead with this process and its continuation uh, designed to take place in in, Shah in Egypt um, reflects a, a decision to try and, and limit the ability of radicals on, on both sides to, to derail um, the efforts to return to conflict management.
0: Yeah, and uh, again, this uh, begs the question of uh, where do we go with the Palestinians? Unfortunately, this is the very, very um, eve of the Abu Mazen's regime. He's 87. He's not in very good condition. Already, some of his lieutenants and others in the Palestinian Authority are cheering up. For the power game. Yes, which may be a, a very violent uh, power um, game, which uh, no doubt will spill over uh, to us. But this is something that uh, we will really have to look into. Unfortunately, our Program is coming to an end, but uh, we will definitely come back to these issues of the Palestinian Authority, Hamas. We didn't uh, mention the what's happening Egypt in Gaza. Egypt economically course.
1: hangs in the There's oh, quite yes. a lot.
0: No grains from the Ukraine. It's 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 a problem. So, uh, thank you very much. It was another edition of Middle East Review, and we will see you here all soon. Thank you very much.